0: Well, good afternoon, everybody. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Brendan Sims. I'm the director of the Centre for Geopolitics. Um, It's a great honour to welcome to Cambridge and, of course, to the uh, union, uh, the Prime Minister of Montenegro, uh, Dr. Dritan Abbasovic. He is a political scientist who served as an assistant at the Faculty of Political Science at the University of Sarajevo. He then moved into politics in his native Montenegro. Uh, He rose very quickly becoming president of the United Reform Action Party. Then he became deputy uh, prime minister and now of course prime minister since uh, 2022. One of the youngest uh, such figures uh, in the world. Now we're going to have uh, a a conversation, a discussion uh, for about half an hour or so uh, and then uh, I'm going to open up uh, for audience participation uh, and questions. So, let me start, uh, if I may, uh, Prime Minister, with a somewhat general, perhaps a naive question. Um, Yours is a small country. Um, There are many people, I think, here who don't know a great deal about Montenegro. So, could you begin, perhaps, by characterising your country and telling us a little bit, also, about your plans and your ambitions for Montenegro?
1: Thank you very much, Professor Sims. In the beginning, for me, it's a great pleasure to be here today thank you everybody for for coming education is the light so you are really privileged to have the possibility to be educate here in Cambridge and for us is the privilege to have possibility to make a discussion I will try to answer in the question in the way maybe you don't know too much about Montenegro Montenegro is the smallest country by population in the Western Balkans it's a country with 600,000 people, but it's really amazing. It's really amazing, not because I want to make the commerce of foreign country, but you can check it and everybody who visits Montenegro fall in love with Montenegro. Montenegro is the specific from some sense, and I want to, to, to underline that. First of all, that is the country which in problematic Western Balkan areas don't have the problem with the neighbors, which is very good. Mm-hmm. And uh, security aspects, especially because we are a lot of dependent from tourism, it's very high. Fortunately, it's it's very high. Second thing, Montenegro is the only country in the world which is in constitution dedicated like ecological state. It's true that our behavior in the context of the promotion of the green policy and protecting of environment can be better, it's true, but it's still country when you can drink the water from the n- river in the north of the Montenegro. So I think that is much more impor- important for this another thing which I don't want to say this is unimportant behavior of the people and I think that that will be fixed but we need to protect uh, our environment. Third thing it's a multicultural country uh, with a lot of nationality who living there. Time by time, we have some, let's say, political problems. But I think that in this last period, we uh, managing that pretty well and making the one civic concept, uh, which uh, it's uh, something what we want to see in the future. And for the last thing, I think that uh, Montenegro is the country who is the front runner in EU integration. And from my point of view, I really believe in that. It's the first next member state of EU. If enlargement process uh alive somehow in the EU because this is the two-way street, I think that Montenegro is the country which first will come to the to the to the final goal. I wish this also to another country, to our neighbor, but I think that we have the better better possibility. Is the country very exciting? It's the country of sun, of fun, of lot of smiles with some internal challenges, but uh, for the foreigners and the, for the visitors, I think that is country which uh, people really love to see. So next time when you uh, have the, you know, some preference about when you want to go for the vacation, don't miss Montenegro.
0: Thank you very much. That's an excellent introduction. Uh, and you've touched on several themes that I think we'll come back to. Now, one of the signature uh, aspects, I think, of your uh, politics, but also of Montenegro in general, is uh, the environmental issue, which you've, you've mentioned. And I wondered, could you tell us a little bit more about how this has come to be so salient in your view, worldview, but also in, in Montenegro more generally? Because as I understand it, Montenegro has actually been quite far ahead, not only for the region, but actually more generally in its commitment, even at a, a constitutional level, uh, to the environmental question, can you elaborate a bit
1: on that? So we are also surprised that people in 1992 decide when they write the constitution, uh, put this important thing in the in the in the paper because we really have the very nice landscapes and uh, environments. It's really un- unbelievable. A lot of people when they hear Montenegro, they think that is somewhere in the South America or in some mm-hmm. other areas in the, in the world, but it is in the middle of Europe. I think that uh, we need to use this better in the context that this can be our comparative advantage in comparison with every single country. So, ambition of the government is to uh, create the green destination, to create the green destination. It's not always easy because that is um, still problem with the rule of law inside of country. Uh we mm, are specific also from another thing which is not so, so positive in the democratic level. Our parliamentarian life starting in 1905. But uh since 2020 we never changed the government in the election. So in the last two years and a half we finally lived the democratic, democratic uh values. I don't want to say that before was a lot of problems, but it was not the changes. Now uh, people finally understand that uh, they really can make the change. They can, uh, they have the sovereignty to decide who will be on the power, and uh, this creates the situation that uh, system is functional in the way that everybody is important. So it's important: small parties, big parties. Uh, parties with lot of seats, with, small, with some seats in the parliament, everybody is important. So this is the new, new approach. Why I mentioned this? Because without understanding of democratic values, we cannot come to the situation to talk about the environment. Because the questions which are dedicated also to the corruption are connected with the environment. Destroying of the environment is connected with the financial interests of the some, some group. And I think that it uh, doesn't matter who will be on the, on the power. I'm coming for the, from the Green Party. Think I think I'm only Green Prime Minister in the world. Uh, but that party is not so big, but that is the circumstances now in, 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 in Montenegro. I think that every government also in the future should have this component like a top priority. Because this is the way how we can make how we can brand the destination. It's very important to brand the destination. More and more people around the world looking for the, for the clear environment, looking for something very, very authentic. A lot of visitors, tourists want to have something which don't have in, in, in over, over countries. And I think that this is something what we need to use. It will be very hard in the challenging of the of the development, especially of the construction and everything of the big projects of this energy crisis, which is which is around around the globe, especially in the Europe. It will be problematic, but uh, from my point of view, uh, if we have something what we can consider uh, like a minimum consensus and overlapping consensus in the country, is this economical uh, uh, in this ecological aspect? Why? you will always have in the political spectrum parties or groups who are left or right or in the center or uh, more nationalistic or more liberal. This is something which we will not change. But I think that the question of environment always can bring together. And the uh, experience of my government, it's like that. So for the questions which are connected with the environment, it's easy to bring people together even if they have different political ideology, different political views. So everybody, or almost everybody, looking for something which is clean water, uh, not not, not pollution, um, to to, to protect the rivers, to protect the lakes. So a lot of people looking for that. So I think that uh, we need to use this uh, situation, which uh, Professor mentioned, that this is like a trend, everybody in the, in the globe, and to, to uh, make uh, Montenegro like a credible green destination for visitors, but also for the people who decide to live there.
0: Now, you spoke just now about the connection between environmental difficulties and corruption. Uh, and that, of course, is a very, uh, brings us to a very Important issue in Montenegro uh, certainly in its recent history, um, in the sense that many people, if they'd heard about Montenegro in the news, a lot of it had to do actually with corruption and the the perception was of Montenegro I'm talking now the 1990 s and perhaps the early 2000s as a place where you had a lot of smuggling cigarettes and and so on as, as you're well aware how have you Uh, Try to get to grips with this problem, which is obviously a barrier in in your journey towards Europe?
1: So, uh, I am the most proud of the result in fighting against corruption and organised crime. Uh, I was Deputy Prime Minister for one year and a half. After that, the Prime Minister, this is from 2020, and uh, I was responsible for the security sector when I was the Deputy Prime Minister. And I, I want to share with you some information which maybe you don't know, but people in Montenegro some, sometimes don't have the clean information that uh, we make something which is uh, big in comparison with every European country. So, after 30 years of the almost same government, it was a lot of politicization of institution, and after uh, we finished the wars in the former Yugoslavia, fortunately we don't have the wars in our territory, but we was politics was involved in this or that 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 way. After that, we have a lot of problems with the, with the criminal groups, and we still have that. Unfortunately, still have that. The two main things was the smuggling of the cigarettes. Which is connected all also with, uh, believe it or not, with the UK, because the, uh, around 25 uh, percent of all smuggling cigarettes in the European Union and UK uh, pass through Montenegro. So we are just uh, one one place when they cigarettes come from the different countries from the middle east or from africa in our main port and after that distributed in another another countries and i want to say that uh, in the beginning of may of 2022 when i come to the office one of the first action was that we have the biggest action against smuggling of cigarettes in europe ever we catch 148000 package in one single action and that is the most in the Europe ever and uh, with that we destroyed the smuggling of cigarettes which was the business uh, which is approximately 500 millions a year if we count that with the 20 year okay we cannot say 500 millions but maybe less but it's the billions of euros which go not in the pockets of the ordinary people of the state, but in the pockets of the, of, the, of the criminals. And this was the uh, really huge success for us. After that, we started to do that uh, with the smugglers of the, of the cocaine. You know the Balkan clans, different kind of organized criminal groups, are very active everywhere in the, in the Europe. And uh, probably some people which don't find themselves like a smugglers of cigarettes or they don't think that that is enough money for them, they starting to smuggling the cocaine. So we make a lot of action in the previous period against them. And I think that this, that is most dangerous part of, 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 of my job and job of the, my colleagues. Of course, I want to underline that it was impossible to do that without international cooperation. And I want to underline the rule of uh, Europol in all these things. Because Europol, in one moment, when they, these groups make a lot of problems inside of EU, decide to open this application, which we calling Sky L- LCC. That is the application like every other, like WhatsApp, and, uh, when they open that that application and giving providing the information also to our authorities and to our police we starting the big action in, inside of our country why i want to underline this and thank you professor for for this question because i strongly believe i strongly believe and i i am so convinced in this that uh, all these things which are connected with the, with the criminal activities are strongly connected with the political political things. So, that criminals who have a lot of money, they make the, make the oven opinion makers, buying the media, creating the different kinds of problems. And my thesis is, which I promote everywhere and I want to repeat here, it's that in Western Balkan, behind the nationalism, it's corruption. Mm. This is my thesis. Behind the nationalism in the Western Balkan, there is a lot of nationalism. People fighting, you know, Serbs, Montenegri, and Albanians, Bosnians. these the religions group, they, they fight. I truly believe, and I everywhere staying behind this thesis, mm. that behind the nationalism is corruption. Fight corruption, we will fight nationalism. Only people who promote nationalism, are the people who want to keep all the area of Western Balkans in status quo. Only people who are connected with the criminal activities, they want status quo. All another people, ordinary people, they want to see the progress. Only political groups which don't want to, to to have the independent institution, professional institution, are people who have politicians who have the problem with law. All another rational people want to see institutions which are more professional, better, more 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 productive, more 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 effective. So I am really proud. I am not proud because our country is recognized like a problematic in this aspect but uh, definitely uh, Montenegro showed the very, very big steps forward in the context of the fighting against organized crime, sometimes with misunderstanding of international community, and this is important for the students. These are also students, maybe, who are studying the law. Uh, when we, uh, we have the problem with the, with the Office of Special prosecutor, which is responsible for fighting against organized crime, and we want to change the law in the way to make the refreshing of institution. And the only group who was struggling against that was European Union. And we have a lot of, hundreds of meetings with me in that time, that they say, no, you are now new in the power, you want to make the, create the revanchism uh, against the people from the previous system, which is not true. And after that, with a lot of problems, we changed that law. Uh, bring new people in the in the in the prosecutor office, deliver the results, and same people who criticizing that from European Union come and say, congratulations, you make the very, very good thing. We didn't know that these people was protector of the criminals in, in, in Montenegro. So just to understand, I, I'm, I, I'm saying this not because of Montenegro, but just to in, theoretically to, to understand that also democratic values, also democratic lives, it's relative in different countries. Something what, is, uh, what we can apply in, in Estonia, maybe we cannot apply in Montenegro. Or something which is law, which is very good and productive in Italy, or I don't know, in, in Portugal, maybe it's not something which is good for Bulgaria or, 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 or for North Macedonia this is so uh, just to conclude i think that we are on right right track but this is very very complicated and most dangerous part of the of the of the of the job but also it's our duty also it's our duty and i think that if we want to have the economical progress if we want to have all more focus on environment of everything first of all we need to have the 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 very good result in rule of law after that, I think the investition and the investment and everything else will come uh, when you make the system which is which is uh, um, good and when it's very predictable in the, in the context of norms.
0: Thank you. So just uh, for information, we started a quarter of an hour late, so I'm going to go on with questions for another 15 minutes and then we'll switch uh, to audience participation. Um, so you've said a great deal um, uh, about the, the recent past, about the divisions uh, in the Western Balkans, which of course to a certain extent also affected Montenegro. Um, and yet in some ways you're, if I may say so, uh, you appear to be a living a refutation of the inevitability of that conflict. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you're the first ethnic Albanian and Muslim prime minister of Montenegro. Um, at the same time, your name um, to me sounds Slavic, Abasovic. Um, and if it's not too impertinent to question, can can you tell us a little bit about your own identity, uh, what your name, your naming means in this context, mm. um, and and how it's perhaps evolved?
1: I am I am person who is with the Albanian background, but. Uh, I just want to, to underline that uh, I, I really promote the civic politics and have some cosmopolitan views, which is not very familiar in Western Balkans. So this is what's happened to have the, somebody from minority like a prime minister of Montenegro, it's something which, which maybe two years ago everybody will say that that is the science fiction. Hmm. So nobody believe in that. So uh, my message is not because because I'm talking about myself and I don't feel so comfortable about that, but uh, just you need to believe in your own ideas and nothing is impossible. So, if you ask somebody from Montenegro three years ago, nobody will say that somebody from minority, doesn't matter, Albanians, Bosnia, Croats, I don't know, um, somebody else will become the Prime Minister. But if you really work hard and spend the energy in promotion of your ideas, you can come to the success. This is this is this is, this is, this is, this is, this is, this is the message. Um, yes, it's true that was uh, a lot of surnames um, which are in communist period, you know, made this Slavic uh, um, Slavic meaning. Mm-hmm. But uh, my answer on that is that uh, name is nothing if you don't have some uh, values, mm-hmm. and if you don't make something good. So if you are a bad person, you can have the best name in the world, and that is nothing. Mm-hmm. Or if you are a good person, who cares what is your name? This is my, my, my. This is my, let's say, my, my understanding of, of this. I really try to promote the individual right to uh, be the prime minister of over every single citizen of Montenegro. Mm-hmm. I really don't care who is the Montenegrin, Serbian, Albanian, or Bosniaks, Who is Orthodox in our country? Who is Muslim? Who is agnostic? Who is atheist? For me, this is not important thing. Mm-hmm. For me, it's important only to everybody respect the constitution, to respect the laws, and everybody to have the equal rights in the in the way with the institution. This is mm-hmm. nothing else. This is my politics, and I think that this politics is the future of the Western Balkan. If we want to be successful, mm. if we want to be unsuccessful, we can just. Uh, stay on this uh, let's say political conflict which when we want to promote just our groups our communities or our 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 specificity so one identity don't uh, don't uh, destroy another we like a persons have the many identities many identities national religious identities identities of our cities somebody likes some sport somebody likes something else we are created by God to have many identity, but in the, in the in the in the sense of the human, it's that we in the in the let's say in zero point we are human beings and we need to understand each other with all needs and all identities that have another mm-hmm. and to just to keep the golden rule I always uh, this repeat to to, to 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 my colleagues in the cabinet. Uh, If you ask for some right, giving to another. Right which you want for yourself, giving to another. Mm -hmm. With that it's very simple to to, to rule the country. If you asking, if I ask for some right, giving same right to another.
0: Now traditionally one of the biggest markers of identity in the region and in Montenegro has been religion. And Mm -hmm. you've actually had to confront Uh, as a politician, uh, the issue of of the Serbian Orthodox Church uh, in Montenegro. And you you, you took a a position, as far as I can make out, that was perhaps not predictable. Um, Can you
1: share with us a little bit what the issues were and why you took the decisions you did? Yes. Uh, I mentioned this uh, about corruption and organized crime like a biggest success of of the government but personally i'm talking this is like for society i think that is biggest biggest success but personally i am very proud because uh, i signed the uh, general contract or how we calling that basic agreement with the serbian orthodox church because that was the problem for the decades in our country mm. serbian orthodox church is the biggest religion group in montenegro but my understanding of that problem was not because they are the biggest religion group, but I come back to this point that everybody needs to have the equal rights. For me, it was unacceptable that somebody don't want to sign the general agreement with the Serbian Orthodox Church, and we have the agreements with the Catholic Church, mm-hmm. with the Muslim community, with the Jewish community. For me, this was unacceptable. Mm-hmm. and yes, they say, we will destroy your government, we will do this, we will do nobody do it. this. Uh, you need to be very courageous to, to make this. I was so dedicated to finish this, and I am very proud of this. I, I was so dedicated. And uh, I said it, and everybody was, what was my prediction was right, because they say that that is the political question, just for the understanding, we have two church Orthodox Church there, and there's a lot of political question that uh, something will happen, people will be unsatisfied, we will have the conflicts, we will have the problems. I predict that we will not have any kind of problems, not any kind of conflicts, and after one month, nobody will mention this anymore. This question, and everybody, what everybody was my prediction, it's happened mm. today. That is not more anymore the question. And the next prime minister will not have one huge problem on the table. I think that people in the Western Balkans are too preoccupied with the past. They don't want to understand that we cannot change the past. Only what we can change is the future. We should not talk too much about the past. And I think that everything, what what we always talking about, something that we need to be dedicated to, promote, Mm. to show the examples that we can go on. I have this question on the table when I come to the cabinet and I say, we will finish this. Mm. And they say, put the strong questions for the end of the mandate. Mm. Because this is the modus operandi in the Balkanian country. (laughs) And I say, no give me most problematic thing in the beginning mm. i don't have time to talk about this anymore mm. and i think that i i think that now everybody in montenegro understand that i make the, the 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 right right thing and i think i speak with the minister of justice and say look give me just that this is the same we giving the same rights to all another religious group he say this Give me! I want to sign this. Go to Patriarch, to Patriarch in Belgrade, and have very good conversation with them, and say that we are ready in the moment. Then the Church will be ready to, to to sign an agreement. And we signed the we signed the agreement, and giving the big boost, we giving the boost. I think that this agreement in Montenegro have relig, relig, uh, regional context. Why? First of all, because. We show that we can do that something in a very democratic way. In a very, very, very good way. Second, we give the examples to all another, another countries which have similar problems, maybe with another religious organization, to fix the problems. We have Bosnia and Herzegovina, they didn't make this with Islamic community. We have this in Kosovo, they have also problems. We give the example how we can fix the problem. I talk with my colleagues and I say, I give you the example how in the democratic way you can solve, you can solve some, 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 some problem. And to finish this historical question, it's a really big thing. The strange thing in all this, but strange, but positive thing is, which Patria underline many times, is that they have the problem to come to disagreement with the people who are from Orthodox religion, and they didn't have the problem to come to, to 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 the solution with the, with a person who is from the muslim muslim community mm. but i'm also proud on that i didn't make this because i think that uh, uh, we giving more or, or less right to to others our duty our duty is to protect the right of every single religion person in montenegro this is and this will be like a modus operandi also tomorrow with maybe some another religions community coming people living in Montenegro from India from 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 China from I don't know from from different parts of the, the world tomorrow we have very liberal law on, on religion freedom uh, five persons can, can, can make the religions group in, in Montenegro everybody who asking for the rights have the, have have a possibility to to do that so uh, it was a lot of misunderstanding maybe about about this in the beginning now one year after i think that everybody including the most most skeptic people in montenegro understand that uh, that uh, that was the right decision don't i am not looking on church not in the not another another people who maybe are not religious people i am not looking like an enemy i am not i am looking like in the persons and the people who have own concept of life and if this is compatible with our without uh, legislation with our with our law it's something which is more than more than more than uh, acceptable so i think that we give the good uh, um, good symbolic and, and, and uh, message to, to the region that uh, we need to finish some question from the from the from the past in one very very good and democratic way. So, Prime Minister, I'm going to ask you one more question before we Please. turn over
0: to the audience for your questions. Um, you are, of course, the author of this book. Uh, which will be on sale afterwards, and you're going to sign it. Um, A critique of of global ethics. Um, And I I found myself thinking that's a really ambitious uh, book to write, um, as a a politician. Um, What motivated you to write this book? And aren't you afraid that you might write things there that would later come back, as it were, to haunt you, that you'll be held to what you've written?
1: you know i like every person which which have pressures on the different kind of way because of mm. business because of and other things, uh, we are looking for some protecting of our uh, mental hygiene, mm. so reading the books and writing the books, I think that is part of the protecting of the mental hygiene from daily things what we are doing in in politics uh, this book don't have nothing with the with the local daily politics it's uh, more my understanding of the of the you know, philosophy of globalization in context of ethics i am pretty critical about uh, the current globalization to just uh, to, to define myself, I am uh, for globalization, but globalization with more justice. So I am not anti-globalist. Mm. I think that the world is a very small place and technology and everything, development will make that more smaller, not more bigger, but more, mm. more smaller. Mm. And I think that all the thing what we can do is to manage the relation between different kind of nation, different kind of groups, different kind of people, individuals, and to promote in that more justice. So, if somebody uh, like philosophy, I think that uh, this book uh, can be can be interesting. So it's not about the politics and about what I what I'm working every day. Mm-hmm. My wish, mm, because mm, politics is temporarily thing and it's. Uh, it's very hard. It's very hard. Sometimes people think that it's easy to, to mm-hmm. do that. I think that it's very, very hard. My wishes—I don't know what what will happen it's to um, come back to university and to work with uh, with uh, with uh, young people in promotion of knowledge. Mm-hmm. I think that the knowledge is everything. It's light. It's something what make you to feel much more better, much more comfortable. Of course, we will not fix every problem but uh, it's always good when we open some new windows uh, of 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 thinking of of, of and of understanding um, something what is mm. what is what is important for us so i finished this book uh, almost before i come to, to to the cabinet because now will be impossible to to mm. <laughs> to, to, to finish but i hope that this will not be my last book i have one book from the beginning in 2010 i write the book cosmopolitan just uh, cosmopolitan culture and global justice and i am talking about cosmopolitan theory this is more critical more critical so i think i'm growing understanding better the world in the beginning was everything more idealistic now it's not too much but uh, mm, i th- it's it's important to, to not not live that life of the ordinary Mm. politician, especially in the the countries and in the region when you don't have too much intellectual people in the politics. You have in the paper, but not really intellectual
0: people. Prime Minister, there are many questions. We could continue talking at great length, um, but if we did that, we wouldn't give the audience the opportunity to savour your book, which I think they will be able to do uh, in a minute. Um, So it really just remains for me uh, to say thank you for an extremely wide-ranging discussion, which you shared many perspectives, uh, but also an outlook on the future, Um, and to express that thanks on my own personal behalf, on behalf of the Union, and of you, the audience. We're most grateful.